Hey there, listener. Welcome back to another episode on the Stories to Remember podcast. I'm your host, Gitta, and today I'm going to be taking you on a little bit of my own personal journey, which is all about why I decided to go into the entrepreneurship and what my biggest challenges have been on this journey, how it's not been my first rodeo, the elements that I see that impacts the success of businesses and business owners the most. And I will leave you with some tips that I believe can really help you on your journey. So without further ado, let's dive right in. So let me start with saying that I think me becoming an entrepreneur was inevitable. I grew up with parents that have been entrepreneurs or still are. My brothers are entrepreneurs, some of my uncles have been and still are entrepreneurs, and some of my cousins are too. So I grew up with seeing the benefits of becoming an entrepreneur, although I've definitely seen also seen the challenges of becoming an entrepreneur, but it made me realize that to me, it felt as if entrepreneurship was always the next level in personal growth. And as someone who's always strived for more, learning more, wanting to know more, challenging myself to go to the next level, no matter which part of my life that would have been, um, it just felt that as if this was the most natural way and route for me to go into. I've always had a million and one ideas of what type of company to start or um, what could be a, a great business ID. And my friends um, will definitely um, tell you that I've had so many written IDs and never really acted on any of them until the age of 19, which was when I had my first entrepreneurial stint which I will go into more detail about in a second. Um, But yeah, it meant that it was just there. And I always knew that was the direction for me. I just never really knew as such what the the route was and how it was going to look like. So my, my career, working career in general, started when I was 15 in a completely different industry as that I am in now, which was as a hairdresser. So when I was 15, I studied to become a hairdresser. When I was 19, I started my franchise journey as a hairdresser. When I was 21, I helped the company to build out more salons and trained people up to become a franchise hairdresser. Um, And with that, become really great hairdressers as such, but also really successful entrepreneurs. Um, so yeah, I've did that all at quite a young age and what I realized throughout that journey, and it was such a great journey to be on, especially when you were that young, because you can test it out and try all of these things. But what I realized is that I wanted to learn more about business as such. Um, and it felt like I could not do that within the world and industry I was living at that point. Um, so what I did is I packed my bags together with one of my best friends and I moved to London, the city where I believed all of my answers 
would have been answered um, when it comes to business world and a place where you have tons of opportunity to really learn and hone your skills. And of course, improve my English so that on the long term, whenever I want to go global and help people all over the world, um, I could do that through through speaking English as well, <laughs> in a way that made sense and really um, was, well, how would it say, native enough that I could do things like this, building a podcast. Um, so yeah, that's what I did. I, at 22, packed my bags, moved to London and started after a little stunt within a salon, I decided to go into sales and sales development. It felt as if it was the first step to really learn more about the business world and enhance a skill that I was not very good at. I was very good at relationship building. It really um, picked up and was proven within the hairdressing entrepreneurship that I did because I was able to build my clientele quite quickly and build trusting relationships with people that really trusted me whenever they will sit in my chair. And if you've ever been to a hairdresser, then you know how scary it can be having to trust someone that you've never met before to do your hair, especially because you have a picture of how you want it. And then you need to trust that that person is actually going to give it to you. I also know how often that goes wrong. So it was one of the things I really focused on is building relationships and making sure that I was really aligned with that person um, so that there was an inevitable connection that I could really understand them and they could really understand and hear me when I said certain things were able or not able to do. And um Ultimately, yeah, just making sure that we really understood each other, had good communication and a trusted relationship, like I said. So I was good at that. But selling something was a little bit of a different story. And I, I do honestly believe, especially now, that relationship building is part of why people buy. Um, having great trusted relationship with someone makes people want to say yes quicker but in some cases you're maybe not always um in that position where you're able to build a relationship in order to sell something and i just wanted to learn the skills of how to do that even if you did not 100 believe in the product or in your own capabilities so sales development, um, it was, and I worked at that point for an agency. So I got to learn how to sell different products for different companies, how to overcome objections, how to do cold outreach, um, how to build really strong emails, how to pick up the phone and try to get through the gatekeeper and speak to the person that you really wanted to speak to, no matter which level in the business they were. Um, so this could be C-level, it could be manager level in every single department of a business um, and how to get those people to book in an appointment and have a discovery call to understand if there was a potential sales opportunity there. So, and obviously with that also comes the qualifying and making sure you're asking the right questions to the right people and bring those right people to the ultimate salesperson who could close that deal. And looking back now, I'm so glad I did that. 
at that point, I did not always like the job because you had to make a lot of phone calls and you consistently got the answer no to your head or you would just get hanged up by and people would not even give you the time of day. But it's been such a great lesson and I've learned so much from from that that I can highly recommend to anyone to that's starting their career and want to become an entrepreneur to have that at least um or learn how to do that properly because it will help you in your entrepreneurial journey so so much um so that's that and then i naturally evolved into more of a key account management role because i've really really enjoyed the process behind all of it. So I was always focused on how can I improve the conversion from one stage to another? How can I make things quicker? How can I make sure that we have all of the right information um, that can really enhance the whole process and um, make sure that the deal gets closed faster, but also better and smoother as such. So I automatically rolled into that and I helped those clients to really build out the processes and systems around it that could support it and ultimately train the team on the other end that would do the, the lead generation as such, how to do that more effectively um, and provide the right information in the right places so that other people would have everything they need as well to do their job more effectively. So that taught me a lot about a big part of the customer journey that every business goes through and every business owner goes through or every salesperson goes through or every customer goes through. And um, I really enjoyed that part, but something was missing. And that missing piece for me had everything to do about health. I preach London. I think London is an amazing, amazing city to live in. But one thing a lot of companies over there do not focus on is your health as such. And it's the responsibility of the individual to take care of themselves, definitely. Um, but I realized that the less healthy I felt, the less capable I was of doing my job the way I wanted it to do, the less energy I had to maybe do something on the side, um, such as learning other skills or going out and having fun or whatever that might look like, which then impacted again just how I felt throughout the day. So there were a lot of things that were intertwined that affected all types of different areas of my life. And I realized I was not the only one. And that this was actually affecting a lot of people at that in their lives as well. So I wanted to do something more. And that's when I decided to actually go back to studying. And I joined a online institute. It's called the Institute of or Integrative Institute of Nutrition, which is IIN. It's based in America. And they look at holistic health. They look at how your food can impact how you feel, how your food can impact um, your brain capacity, but also how all of these other elements of your life can impact um, 
all of the other elements of your life. So it's a very intertwined, it covers finances, relationship, food, sports, um, spirituality, and a bunch of other topics. I do not even remember and recall all of them anymore because there were so many. So when I started this, I actually quit my job and I decided to go all in with studying and maybe having a part-time job alongside of it. But then what happened was COVID and the whole world collapsed. No part-time jobs were to be found. And there I was realizing that, okay, maybe this could be a time to start my own business in the online world and see how that is. A decision, again, I'm very glad I made. I'm always very grateful for everything that happened in the past, but which was so challenging at the time that it only took me six months before I decided to go back to the corporate world. But let me tell you a little bit why it was so challenging and the lessons I've learned from that that has really helped me this time around on my entrepreneurial journey. So even though I had quite a bit of background within the whole lead generation, knowing what systems to implement and how to go through that process of getting a cold lead to sign up, to be nurtured and to eventually be moved into a potential opportunity. As an entrepreneur, when you start, you start most of the time because there's something you're really passionate about. It's either you want to help people or you found a certain product that you can think can really improve people's lives or improve certain businesses. Or there is a, there is a reason most of the time when someone starts the entrepreneurial journey. And in most cases, especially the whole coaching element, it's because People have gone through a personal transformation themselves and they just want to help people go through that same transformation because they feel so much better on the other side of it that they do not want people to struggle any longer. And I honestly am so glad that there are people out there that want to do this. But I also know that if you have this drive, you did not decide per se to also wanting to take care of social media, email marketing, implementing systems, hiring team members, managing team members, um, doing your sales, <laughs> having client support, managing the clients. Like there is so much around entrepreneurship that People do not take an account when they start that the moment they step into that role, they realize it's a role that wears many, 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 many hats. And that was exactly what happened to me. I was always used to working with team members, with colleagues that I could advise changing and switching up certain things throughout that journey. And they would take it on, pick it up, implement it. And there you go. You had it. But then you start your own business and you do not have that person. You're becoming that person. And it just means that the focus of what you actually want to do kind of gets split and pulled out in so many different focus areas that if you do not have help, it can be really overwhelming. It can be draining you and burning you out really, really quickly. 
And that's kind of what happened to me at that point. It was the whole world was in lockdown, which was already quite intense. And then on top of that, I was studying something completely new, which took a lot of my energy and my my brain space, as it were. And then I was also trying to build this business and it was just too much. It was wrong timing for me to to try to do this all. Um, so after six months, I realized that the only person I should be caring for at that point was me um, because I did not feel confident in my own health. And therefore, I was also not in a good space to help other people with their health and um, knowing exactly what to do for them because I didn't feel it internally. And I do not believe that you cannot help people because if you're not feeling the greatest yourself, but it will impact it for sure. And it just didn't feel aligned to me because I wanted to help people from a place that I fully authentically believed in. And I did not do that at that point. So that's the reason I gave up. And I put that between brackets for anyone who's not looking at the video. Um, and the reason I say gave up between brackets, because I knew it was not giving up. It was just not the right timing for me to continue at that point. Um, on top of that, I got a really, really, really awesome opportunity that meant helping a mental health company grow their presence across the globe and therefore supporting a lot of other people with their mental health, which felt quite aligned to what I was doing at that point. Um, and it also gave me an opportunity to learn even more about the whole business world and, and growing the business. So I moved into that direction, moved to that corporate company. It was a startup company at that point with only about 50 people um, when I joined. And alongside of it, for someone who loves to learn, I also started my MBA um, to learn even more about the whole back end of, of business. And I'm so glad I took this opportunity by the horns and, and went through it, even though it meant um, at that point taking a step back to a dream that I had for quite some time. Um, so it was not an easy decision. It has haunted me for quite some time, to be really honest, um, because it felt like I had failed at that point. But Looking back now, I could not have made a better decision. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm happy with it, and that also show goes to show that sometimes life does take a turn, and sometimes things do not work out, and that's okay too. Doesn't mean you have to give up forever, though, because here I am, three and a half, almost four years later having my own business again. So things do work out. It might take just a little bit more time for you. Um, so yeah, what happened throughout those four years is basically I learned the entire backend of a company and how important certain elements are in order to grow a business. And I already had some knowledge around this from the, the, the sales and key account manager role and obviously my entrepreneurship um, as a health coach as well as a, as a hairdresser. But this just gave a completely different meaning to it because the world was rapidly changing into 
much more profound and um, enhanced technology. Um, we've really started digitalizing at that time, um, which which meant businesses were able to grow a lot faster. But that also meant that if you did not have certain things in place, you would still come up to a wall and things would crack. So throughout this journey of working for this company, I really started to see the importance of having a really strong business foundation. And the business foundation to me is broken down in four different areas. First one is what I studied four years ago, and that's health. Why I'm saying health is because if you do not have your health, you do not have anything. And it, I mentioned it, the reason for me stopping my entrepreneurial journey was because I did not feel very high energy, vibrant person at that point. And therefore, I did not feel like I was capable to help others on their journey. And I truly, truly believe in that. That it's not good for yourself, but people will feel it if you're not at that headspace and if you do not feel great. And that could also be the reason why people decide not to go with you. Um, so health comes in two elements. It comes around your physical health, how you feel, the energy um, you have, just in general, if you feel confident and okay within your body. And then the second piece is your mindset. And your mindset is such a big one um, and something a lot of people do not realize as such. And they do not yet have the awareness of how much it impacts your day to day, how much it impacts your business. Um, and what I mean with this is really becoming aware of what you're telling yourself on a day to day. And that means that shows the or that talks to both the conscious and the subconscious elements so really honing in on okay what do I think I'm saying and what am I actually saying as well some of these could be I'm not capable of doing this I have not knowledge I don't have any knowledge around this so therefore I will never be able to to build it or to do it um I do not deserve money there are already people out there that have a lot more experience and knowledge within this. So why would people listen to me? Um, I'm not worthy. I don't look to part. I am not perfect in doing this. Like, There's a ton of different things you could be saying to yourself that is holding you back. And... The big thing is, is that most of the time it's happening subconsciously. So you do not even realize you're telling yourself this, but at the same time, you're sabotaging your whole business and your whole journey. Um, this could look like, okay, you know, you need to show up on social media, but you're not actually doing it. And you're not doing it doesn't have to mean you're just lazy. It means there's something that's holding you back there, something that's holding you stuck. Um, it could also mean that you do everything right, but that you're still not getting any clients. And that could be because you do not believe you deserve clients. And there is an element there that comes in, which is spirituality, that 
I honestly believe, um, and if you are with me on this or not, but I've heard a lot of entrepreneurs say this, is that there is a higher power and there is an energy across all of us. So if you do not believe that you are worthy or capable enough to help clients, clients will not come to you because they are able to energetically feel that. So you can do everything right, but because of that belief within you, you're not able to move forward. So that's how important it is to really understand what you're believing, what you're saying to yourself, and what you're subconsciously thinking. So that kind of covers health in general. Health is a very important topic and something that is not touched on enough within business. And I truly, truly believe we need to make a difference in here because as long as you feel best, you will automatically attract things to you. Um, so that's why you should always look after yourself first before you start looking after your business because it will automatically improve your business as well. The second point is business strategies. Now, a lot of organizations and starting business owners or even a little bit further down the line that already have clients do not necessarily look at building out strategies for their business. Like they they just go with the flow as such. And there is nothing wrong with it if it works, but it will probably nip you in the butt at some point in time. Why? Is because if you do not have a clear direction of where you go and how to get there, then everything you do might not be aligned to getting you to where you want to be. And strategies also can really just paint a clearer picture of the exact steps you need to take to get there. Look, am I saying that you can get away without strategies and still have a successful business? I believe at some point, like I said, at some point you won't, um, depending on how big you want to get. If you just want to stay small and help some people have one-on-one -on -one coaching, then yeah, you might be able to get away with it. But if you want to grow, then a business strategy a content strategy, an email marketing strategy, a campaign strategy is all very, very important. So strategies. But then there is an element that needs to back up these strategies, which is systems. And like I mentioned before, we're in a world where automation is basically being able to take away any manual steps you need to take. So you need to take advantage of that. And the reason for it is very simple. You increase productivity, you can increase conversions, and you ultimately increase the bottom line, which is revenue generation. It simplifies your business massively. It will take away any manual error that you might have when you do things manually. Um, and it gives you insights within your business that you otherwise wouldn't have. It gives you data points that are very, very important for you to continue to improve within your business as well. And I truly believe that even if you're a very small business, this element is important because you joined and you started a business most likely because you want to help people. So imagine if you can help more people because you automated 
elements on the back end and therefore freed up your time to be able to help more people. On top of that, the more people you help, the more revenue you're generating, which again will help more people because you're able to then invest more. And by investing more, you can probably hire or can hire maybe people or bring on some different elements that can help other people again. So it's not automating and having a streamlined business processes on the back end is just not only not just helping you, but it's also helping people across the globe and the people that you want to help. So yeah, make sure to have systems and automations in place. And then lastly, it's outsourcing. And I want to I want to dive into this a little bit. So I think a lot of business owners, especially the ones that have a service-based business, become an entrepreneur and do not have any help in the beginning. They do everything themselves. And uh, I take off my hat for that. I think that if you if you end up being really successful, uh, like that's great. Kudos to you. But what I see happening in most cases is that it actually impacts your health negatively because by being an entrepreneur that needs to wear this many hats means you tend to work very long hours if you have to do it all by yourself. And if you're not tech savvy, you need to implement technical systems or softwares then you need to learn this and it takes time and time means that you're not in a position to help people or maybe not able to show up the way you want to show up and it means taking away energy that you could otherwise spend in really uh, making an impact to the people that you're helping. On top of that, I want to say that most successful businesses out there had a CEO and a co-founder. They partnered up with someone. We're human beings. We work better when we connect and being able to brainstorm and brain dump onto someone else. It's a way for us to find answers quicker. It's a way for us to actually align more with what we truly want and how, uh, well, basically giving answers on how to get there. And two people always know more than one. So I kind of want to challenge you, if you're currently on this journey on your own, to get someone that you can partner up with. And I'm not saying that this partner needs to be someone that becomes your co-founder or who needs to have a part within the business as such. You have people people like myself as well, but I'm not here to to promote myself as such, but you have people who can be there helping you with the operational elements and helping you grow your business more effectively. You can brain dump on them. You can get their advice. You can push things and outsource things on them to do so that you can focus on what truly matters. And that's helping your clients, showing up for your clients, helping them, being there, giving away elements that can can really enhance their personal journey. Um, and just focus on that. And that's why I think it's important to get people and in your team and outsource as quickly, as much as you can 
um, that do not that you do not need to spend your energy on. It can also be a virtual assistant. It can be a social media manager. It can be anyone that you feel is is relevant at that point or for any of the skills that you do not enjoy doing or anything where you know you have a lack of understanding or a lack of skills in general, outsource, give it away. And I'm not saying you do not need to learn about that specific skill or enhance that specific skill over time and start understanding why certain things are being put in place and why they are being done. But it at least helps you to not have to do that all straight from the beginning. Like trying to do it all is just going to take away so much of your valuable time and energy that will not give you anything back that it's a waste and you can you're better off in investing than in one in someone else that can do the job for you so that is something the four elements that i believe will build a really heavy business foundation or a really strong business foundation but also the four points that i see most entrepreneurs starting entrepreneurs growing entrepreneurs um growing organizations go wrong in um there is either one of those elements or multiple of those elements that they do not implement correctly which will haunt them believe me i've seen it over and over again in multiple organizations um where this has been happening and i see currently with working with clients as well so um yeah make sure to to take this advice and start implementing them for you um it will help you massively that kind of covers everything that i wanted to share with you today about my journey about what i think will help you on your journey and if there's anything else that you believe you want to or you want to know about or you want to learn more about or you want me to talk about in general then please just let me know because I'm here for you. I'm here to support you in your journey. That's what my journey is about. I know you're here because you want to build something. I know you're here because you too feel that you're meant for more. I know you're here because you want to leave the world a better place and you want to help people no matter how that looks like. So I'm here to help you make that a reality and help you on that journey. So take advantage of me, ask me anything you want and make sure to connect with me through any of the challenge that I've, uh, channels that I've listed below. All right. Well, thank you very much for listening today and see you next time.